there, ladies. Welcome to In the Nitty Gritty, a podcast dedicated to women entrepreneurs who are juggling work, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty. You're about to join conversations that speak to all the hats we juggle as we navigate this road of life as gracefully as we can. Wearing our favorite leggings, a messy bun with mascara and lip gloss on, we are holding our sippy cup filled with coffee that keeps us running to all the things so we can enjoy those little moments that make this crazy journey oh so worth it. Life is busy and full and messy, rewarding, challenging, ugly, scary, and so not perfect. But the dreams we have are vividly wild, and we are going to make them our reality. So hoosh up your leggings, ladies, grab your coffee, and let's get real. And now, your host, Melissa Rose, whose teenage daughters get totally annoyed with her because she wants to see their eyes when she talks to them. And yes, that means that they actually have to look up from their phone. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. We have a fabulous interview coming up here. But before we dive in, I want to ask you a question. How would you like to get on the phone and have a conversation with me? Like a Zoom call conversation. I would love to get to know you and I am going to pick one lucky winner every month if you do these things. So if you want to be put in the drawing, here is what you need to do. Number one, you need to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, please leave an honest review. Five stars will, might increase your chances. And three, post it to your story. So take a screenshot of that review, post it to your stories, tag in the nitty gritty on Instagram, and then come on over to Facebook and come inside our Facebook group in the nitty gritty for boss babes and post it in there. If you do that, I have a gift for you. All right. So a gift for sure. If you do all that, and then you will be put into a drawing to have a zoom call with me for 30 minutes so I can get to know you better. I would love that opportunity to get to know you. And I invite you to take part in this fun giveaway that I'm doing. You guys, this episode is brought to you by a workshop that I have coming up in July. I will be teaching this workshop, Who the Heck Are You? Clarifying Your Message. This is going to go deep into figuring out who the heck you are and who you serve. Okay. This is a four-part exercise that I do with my clients and it really gets you crystal clear on your messaging so that you can be super clear talking to the right people, but also a super clear referral. There is nothing harder for me than when I meet a business owner and I just am not quite sure what they do. Like I just don't understand who they serve. So therefore I can't refer them very well to anybody. Okay. I want you to be so crystal clear in your messaging that you become top of mind, not only for your clients, but for those people around you who want to refer you. So that workshop is coming up July. Go to my website, MsMelissaRose.com, and it is there. Work with me tab and the workshop is there. You can claim your spot for that workshop. And now I would like to introduce to you our special guest, Rachel Gates. You guys, Rachel is the first interview that I have that is an actual client. I'm so excited about this. So this is a milestone for me as well as it is for her. She was super excited to get on the podcast, but for me, it was a big deal because that has always been a goal to not only have a podcast, but have a podcast where I bring on guests 
that actually are my clients. And Rachel is a local. She's super local. She is actually one of my neighbors and has worked with me in the past. She's supported my business with her kiddos dancing with me. And I've returned the favor and hired her to take pictures for my business. So now I get to mentor her and coach her in her business as a photographer. And it's just lovely. Rachel alludes to this in her interview, but we always are learning from each other. You don't necessarily have to be directly coached with somebody who is in your field. You can learn from all different types of businesses and get insight and inspiration to apply in yours. And Rachel alludes to that in this interview. And I just, I love it because it's so true. I learn from so many different people. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to the beautiful and lovely Rachel Gates. Everybody, we have the lovely Rachel Gates here. She is a client of mine, but I knew Rachel well before she became a client. She used to be in my studio with her kiddos, and now her, she she boogies with us, and she is going to share a little bit about her story, but I'm just so excited to have you in my closet. Thank you. <laughs> it's lovely to be here. I was so excited when you asked me to come on because I thought, oh, maybe like in a year or so, but when you asked me right away, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I want to do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yay! I got to be somebody's like goal. Mm-hmm. I love it because I have some goals of podcasts that I've wanted to be on. So it's fun when it actually happens. Yeah. So Rachel, I always ask people this one question: What did you want to be when you grew up? So nothing too glamorous, actually. I wanted to be a writer. I feel like in some way, shape, or form. When I was little, I would before I could like write myself, I would draw pictures and then have my parents write sentences in stories, and I'd staple them together and make books. So I just feel like that sort of carried throughout my life then because writing was the thing I did best in school. I went on to study journalism at the U of M. And then when I started blogging, that just seemed like a natural, you know, course for me because it's just sort of what I've been drawn to do my whole life. So that is okay. I didn't know any of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense now because yeah. I always compliment Rachel on her writing. Her writing is so great. She has a blog, so she's a photographer and she does a blog. So if you're looking for great ways to say something. Rachel does a great job of telling story and making it funny yet poignant and just lovely. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel like sometimes I'm more articulate when I'm writing rather than speaking. So this again is kind of a jump for me, but I'm glad I'm doing it. So awesome. Okay. So tell our listeners, a lot of them are mompreneurs, but business owners, tell them a little about your journey as a business owner and when you started and all that stuff. Sure. I feel like motherhood and business hood (laughs) kind of went all in one for me. So when my first daughter was born, I had gone back to work for about two months. And at the time I was working in retail and it was just so hard to make work. And you kind of know, just like in your gut, whether or not this is what you should or should not be doing. And so my husband and I sat down and we decided that I was going to stay home for however long it made sense. And that was nine years ago now and four kids later. So while I was staying home is when I started a blog just to keep in touch with my family, who's in Chicago. My husband's family is in St. Cloud, and so we don't really have immediate family nearby us. And I just kind of wanted to share all the you know, craziness that comes with motherhood and like your first baby and all that kind of stuff. So I was writing and I took photos with my iPhone at the time. And I, you guys will love this. I edited my photos with Instagram. I didn't realize it was a networking thing. I just thought it was like an editing app. So, <laughs> so 
for like the first year of me using Instagram, I'm like, people stop following. I'm like, this is just my pictures for my blog. And so, yeah, if you go back to like 2011, that's 12. Hysterical. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into taking pictures. But in college, I had taken, I like, I'd studied journalism and took visual communications courses and everything. And I uh, was not interested in photography. Like, I appreciated it so much, but I felt like it was so technical that it wasn't for me. I just wanted to write and then like I would you know know people who did photography but that wasn't something that I brought to the table but I kind of got inspired by other blogs that just had beautiful imagery like maybe the writing wasn't so great but the images were gorgeous and I wanted to do that for my own blog so I gave it a try I bought a camera then in 2012 and I never put it down. Like I brought it everywhere with me. It was kind of big and clunky, but I just, I took a few classes and everywhere we went, the zoo, the park, I took photos of the dinners I was making, like everything for about, uh, about a year. And then people started asking me to take photos of their families or their kids and everything. And that's how everything got started. So in my first year of taking photos for families, I probably, oh, had about eight clients that year. And last year, like I was well over a hundred. So it, it grew and I love that it grew and I'm thrilled with how it took off. So you started, you didn't even want to do it, like, mm. but you kind of just like, yeah, I feel like my hope was maybe to have like a successful blog, mm-hmm. but it veered away from that. It, so I still blog whenever I can about my own family. Like I have that still going. It's called glass half full sorts of things. Cause I, I've always been kind of like a bright side bubbly person. Mm-hmm. It just seemed to go, but yeah, it just again turned into a portrait business from there and yeah I didn't see it coming but I'm glad that's how it it went that is Mm. so funny I love it I love it all right so you you picked up the camera you started doing this was there a moment in your business or a time or a shift where you're like okay this is where I want to go with it or this isn't working I want to try this yeah I feel like there were two the first one was again when I was sort of new to everything and it all kind of came out of sad circumstances like Mm -hmm. I had just been like taking photos for free and then my dad got sick and uh, during that time I just kind of put everything on pause I remember he was in the hospital and I was talking to him about how I was hoping to maybe go somewhere with like you know photography as a business and he was again in the hospital but so thrilled for me because he like he was kind of small guy like myself but just huge love for business and people came to him for like advice all the time and you know he just was super passionate about business so I'm like okay you know I feel like this would and not not do it just to make him proud but I felt like I had him behind me like 100% there and he loved the blog too I felt like he was my biggest fan and so after he passed like I kind of took a while and just uh, my, got up my courage to like write out that first message to like some friends who I thought might be interested like would you be interested in paying me for photos you know <laughs> like actually asking for money for services and then like I said from there it took off and then a couple years ago again another sad circumstance where we had a miscarriage and I again was sitting there just sort of getting it back together and figuring out like where do I want to go from here like I kept if someone asked me what I did I'm like well I'm a stay-at-home mom and I do some photography on the side or I say I have a little photography thing you know I wasn't very vocal about it I wasn't very confident about it even though I was good at it so I decided just that year this was the beginning of 2019 to do a few things that I had been nervous to do did, felt like I didn't have time to do and just put them to work and so one thing was starting boudoir photography another was holding workshops because other moms have come 
up to me and asked, like, how can I take better photos? Like, I have a camera, and I don't know how to use it. So that was another thing I did in 2019 was host just a couple workshops in my own home. And then that year, I also shot more weddings than I ever have, too. So I felt like I got to try everything I was nervous to try and afraid to try. And now this year, I'm kind of figuring out what I love doing the most and feel the most confident in and just running with it from here. So so what do you feel the most excited about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of those two things I brought up to you. Boudoir, for sure. Like, that was something that I admired from afar, but just didn't, I don't know, so many kids. Like, who has time, you know, <laughs> to add another thing? But, yeah, I started by just offering mini sessions, like days of mini sessions where I could get, a, you know, several clients in at once and at a lower price point and for just for a short time give them a taste of the experience. And we all had so much fun. Like, it was ridiculous how much fun it was. And then the photos were, like, a bonus then. So that was great. So that's something I'm going to keep continuing with in this coming year. And then I'm also going to go back to those workshops because, again, they were a really great experience for everyone who came and I'm going to look to turning those into an online experience too because that is the direction the world is moving these days. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time. Mm -hmm. What nitty gritty are you currently dealing right now in your life? Just so everybody knows, she's got four kiddos. What are your ages of the kiddos? Sure. It's nine, six, three, and then six months. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's real. Anything, <laughs> so, so going along with that, I feel like logistics are definitely kind of the nitty-gritty right now. Just managing, again, with being home for summer and just previously dabbling in the homeschooling because we had to. Yeah, just kind of keeping structure to some degree and setting aside time for my own work, setting aside time for them and everything else in between. There's so much we do, you know. So that is one nitty gritty. And then the second one would probably be just in the state of the world right now. Like we are in it right now between the pandemic and then between the riots and the protests. I think a struggle that all of us have right now is just being sensitive and sincere in everything we put out there because we don't want to shutter our businesses right now, but we don't want to be insensitive to what's happening in the world too. So finding that balance. And that's a legit one. And you're not the only one that's asked that question of how do we as business owners deal with this? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we speak about it? And it's very interesting. You've been a mom for a while and okay. So how many years have you had your business now? I think six years would be like officially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then you started taking it a little bit more deeper, like what year? Let's see. I think in the beginning of 2018 is sort okay. of when I was here in Hudson, and I just feel like business was consistent. Okay. You know, and then in 2019, again, that was bigger when I added more facets to it. So as a mama mm-hmm. of more than two kids, because mm-hmm. I think once you hit that three mark, it's a, <laughs> it's a different experience, y'all. And then juggling a business. And I love that you have been doing it for a while. And then it's just been more recent that it's been more, you know, more seriously these past couple of years. Yeah. So what nugget or wisdom, or maybe it's a book, maybe it's a resource, maybe it's something that you would share with other moms that are just kind of, I think I want to do this, but I'm not sure if I want to level up to maybe a yeah. full-time business or whatever. Sure. There's a couple of things I feel like have helped me out when I'm not struggling, but when I need motivation. One is I kind of think of my future self sometimes and like whether it be tomorrow Rachel or like a year from now Rachel like what can I do today to make future Rachel's life a little easier like is it doing the dishes tonight so I don't have to do them in the morning (laughs) you know or is it like sitting down and just you know revamping my website right now or something that I will thank myself for in the future that made things easier and made them brighter and shinier you know I love that so think of your future self like think of your weekend self or whatever and make 
things easier for that girl because she needs it. She does need Mm -hmm. it. I love that. Yeah. And I think something else that has helped me and I hope helps other people too, just with business and being seen, like you said, I think we need to be okay and confident with showing ourselves. Make sure you have photos of yourself on your feeds, on your websites, and share just like like we're doing right now, your personal story, experiences, your goofiness to improve of that is so on my Instagram at the end of the year you know you have that top nine thing you can do so you can oh, like yeah. put it in and see what were your most liked and engaging posts uh-huh. and it turned out that mine my top nine photos were all of me not one of any of my clients. It was me and my family, me and my baby bump, me and a unicorn I was with. You know, it's just people love seeing you. Like, we are weirdly disconnected right now. And so if you can put a face to your messages, to your service and business, do it. That, I think that's what people want. Mm-hmm. And it is mm-hmm. so true. The more you can show yourself in different spaces of your business, the better for your business because that grows the no like, and trust yes, trust factor. Exactly. So you see it. You mm-hmm. saw it. I mean, maybe you didn't realize that, but it is true. I mean, people are buying you. We've always been told that. Mm-hmm. But then visually, the more in the different ways, not just those pretty pictures that I have mm-hmm. done by Rachel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the real pictures. Right. Too, like, so. but people love behind the scenes. Like, it's awesome to see, like, oh, we're dressed and we look great and we're in this awesome coffee shop working, but we are all also, like holding a baby with one hand and cooking with the other and you know just yeah mm-hmm. it makes you relatable and you know like you said people know you're real yes mm-hmm. true that was great advice I love that so many good things come from working with and getting business advice from people not in your field so for the longest time I had a hard time just reaching out to other photographers it's kind of scary but once I did I was so glad I did and then now that I've been able to connect with other business women in different fields it's been even better to get that outside perspective because you can get bogged down. What are other people doing? Should I be doing that exact same thing in, say, the photography field? It's just great to hear what other moms and other business owners are doing that moves the needle forward, as we say, in their businesses and how you can apply it to yours. And it's also great to have, like, a group of ladies or a Melissa to just hold you accountable for the things you said you were going to do, like, say, a year ago, you know? Right. You know, tell Melissa now, <laughs> and then she'll be like, hey, Rachel, have you, have you maybe? And then, and then I have to come up with an answer, you know? <laughs> some action. So, so, so many, so many good things. And I feel like in that time, in these past couple months when we haven't been able to do a whole lot, you know, when we couldn't get out of our houses as much or connect with people, there were just things I could do behind the scenes to, again, show that I'm still here and then kind of strengthen the foundations of my business in different ways. It seemed like a weird time to have like a coach behind you, but for me, it it was really helpful and kind of kept me motivated, kept me positive during this really difficult Mm -hmm. time we've been in. So, Mm -hmm. and I do love the different businesses that are in it Mm -hmm. being represented because we all can learn from each other. And I love Mm -hmm. what you said. How Mm -hmm. can I make that work for my business? That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Rachel, so thank you so much for being here. Tell people how they can get a hold of you or the best place to find you. Sure. So my photography business is called Ray and Grace Photography. It's named after my daughters. They're middle names. So it's just rayandgracephoto.com. That's my website. Otherwise, rayandgrace underscore photo is my Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook, Ray and Grace Photography. Awesome. 
awesome. Thanks so much for doing this and coming into my closet. Oh, anytime. <laughs> nailed it. You nailed it. And guys, check out her blog. She does a great job writing and you just get her vibe so well when she posts. So thank you so much, Rachel, again. And everybody, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys. Real quick, if you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.